Welcome to the Country Brothers Podcast. I am Dominique Johnson. This is Dewan Johnson. We are the Country Brothers. Uh, and I, I just want to reiterate, we're the Country Brothers because we're black, we like country music, and we're actual brothers. Twin brothers, in fact. You can't, you can't be more brothers than that. But kind of look alike, too. Not the fake kind. Yeah. Where like, you are have you like... fucking fake-ass twins? Beat yeah, it. motherfuckers be having like fucking brown hair and blonde hair and this that and other and they be looking all different nah we're the genuine article yeah the real deal baby be like well y'all don't look just alike yeah because i'm fat nigga that's why and we I, don't look just alike and i'm only medium fat so what, what, what's what's happening <laughs> what, 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 what you want to do you gonna body shame me now i gotta right. lose weight so i can look just like my brother get out of here now i got a complex now now i can't get right i can't even do the show we need to normalize twins not having the same body type. Yeah, normalize twins not having the same body type. <laughs> Shit, we are two different human beings. Yeah, damn, damn. Now, normally here I'd ask you what you've been listening to, but I already know. That fucking uh, new Yola dropped. That and, new Yola's uh, on point. I, I'm going to say it here. I think it's better than her first album. I think her first album is a fucking 10 out of 10. This album, not only I think is a classic, a classic goddamn country album, but I was uh I was talking to uh well not talking to me, but I was uh going back and forth with uh Tim on uh Twitter and he was saying how like every time he listens to it he hears something different. DJ and I was on my Yeah. Okay. And I was on my break and I was listening to it and I was like, All right, this is my favorite song. And then the next song will come on. I'm like, oh no, this 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 is what I mean. This is my favorite song right here. And literally, I did that through the entire fucking album, cause like every single <laughs> song is a banger, and don't nobody hit a hook like motherfucking Yola. That shit is incredible. Love well, it. Well, when 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 I first heard it, like the, the first thing that popped in my brain was, this sound like Bobby Womack. Not a fucking. I didn't make a comparison to a, a country singer a black female artist or a contemporary uh, country artist of today. Nah, man, she like the way, the the way the music hit and the production on it. Like, uh, what's my man from the black keys, Dan Arback. Oh yeah. He, uh, I don't really like his music anymore, but that man sure know how to produce a damn album. Cause he got, he got the exact like sound that, that they both wanted. And I know it was kind of that, like Staxy, kind of like soul yeah but with like a little bit of country to it because to be honest outside of like a couple elements it's not even really a country record yeah it's it, got it's, it's not it's, it's, got it's moments, there but yeah i think i think it, it like overall it's just a the, the body of work is just like great in general hell yeah I, I, i'm gonna call it right now best album of the year i'm calling it 
so, over, over over the new John Mayer? Yeah, the only reason is, well, not the only reason, because I do think that the Yola album is top to bottom uh, better. But as much as I love John Mayer, that motherfucker got a song called Why You Know Love Me. <laughs> yeah, that kind of like ruins it. And I'm like, what's and up with the fucking it, like, baby talk song? Why You Know Love Me. Because he always has one song on each album Ugh. that's just like legit trash. And I feel like at this point, he knows what he's doing. He's he trolling to. his fans. He gotta be, cause it's like uh, anytime you tell somebody who you like don't really know that well, who don't know that you like John Mayer, the very first thing they bring up, of course, is your body is a wonderland. And I, to me, I'm I'm a I'm gonna say on record that that's not like only my least favorite song of all time that I've ever heard. I think it's just a fucking terrible song. And if you have to make a top like a top five of terrible songs, not including like gimmick songs. Top five most terrible songs of all time. That's number one. I don't even know why I gave it a top five qualification. It's the worst <laughs> song I've ever heard in my life. Shit is fucking trash. And but so, you know, so when all knew, you do is come out with bangers. Yeah. Yeah. He, he know. There's probably some motherfuckers out there going, why you know Love Me is so cute. I love that song. Those I'm like, well, we can't be friends. Wash your ass. You, yeah, you go wash your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> Listen to Why You Know Love Me. Nigga, that's why. You got a a funky ass. (laughs) Better cut the shit. Right? Nigga, wash your legs when you're in the shower. So, also, we got a couple more weeks till you're in town, and then we're going to go see Paul Cawthon, too, on the 19th. Well, I'm not going to be there in Phoenix. I'm going to go see him on the 24th. You're not going to go to the the, the Phoenix show? Nigga, I ain't going to be in town. How many days off you think I'm going to take? I thought you got here on the 19th. Like I get, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Is that a Friday? I don't know. <laughs> As of now, I'm not going to that show because I've already got tickets to go see him in LA. But I don't no, know. No, it's we'll a see. Thursday. Oh, then no, nah, I'm not gonna be here. Then I will. I will honky tonk for you. You ain't got a honky tonk for me, nigga. No, 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 no. You ain't ready. Myself. You ain't ready for that Paul Cawthon. So I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna I'm I'm go see him in the epicenter of motherfucking. Of of country music, Los Angeles, baby. <laughs> Fuck out of here. That's what's hot on the streets. Los Angeles is it's it's the hub. That's what country music like. That's not where it started, but that's where it's perfected, baby. I heard that's where the term honky tonk came from. Yeah, but when they said it, it was like some cop shit, some oh, real man. racist cop shit. So the, the, the people from the South who were not racist, they had to appropriate it and turn it into something about dancing and, and music. I like it. Yeah, that was a, that, that was actually one of the original uh, LA, uh, LA Police Department gangs, the, uh, the LA Sheriff's Department gangs that they got out here, mm-hmm. the, the honky-tonkers. It was a... But good thing the musicians was like, hey, we can play the music and not be a racist cop gang. And fucking here we are. Here it we are. Going out. to see Dwight Yoakam one day. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. So uh, here's what we're going to do today. We're going to do another uh, review of an album, but we're going to do uh, the the much lauded... The the, the 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 this is this is a series of uh, albums that everybody loves from all walks of life. Now that's what I call music, uh, country classics of the '90s. 
And you know how much we love country music from the 90s. So, uh, did you have any... What, what's your criteria when you're... Ba- like, since we didn't grow up on any of these songs, really. Maybe it's like a two or three that we probably remember from when we were kids. But what what what's your criteria for deciding if the shit is dope or, or if it's like, okay? Like, what, what are you basing it off of? If I've already heard it, to be honest, because... In the in the 90s, like we've talked about it before, like country music was borderline ubiquitous with either just like pop music in general or just like when we got to Mesa, Arizona, it was everywhere. You couldn't escape it. Hell, yeah, hell, when you would go to MTV, it'd be MTV, VH1, and then CMT. You get caught up watching a, a video of She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. No, nigga, which, you get caught which, up watching a video. Which we we gonna talk about that song, but there's if it wasn't uh, Huba Stank, I didn't have room in my life. I mean, we were we were we were Huba Stanks. Yeah, was was it that's the what Deftones? They used to call their fans, was it Huba No Stank. Limit? That's it. Huba Stank, Deftones, Incubus. and No Limit, and Incubus, and and Nickelback for their first album. Oh my god, we used to listen to that damn album like we like it. Well, shit. If if we're being perfectly honest, <laughs> we had all the Creed albums. Unironically, yeah, mind you. We was in junior high and we were still listening to all like gangster rap and stuff and whatever rap was cool in R and B. But we was also listening to what was on the radio on the alternative stations and on I like we didn't know about like liking something ironic and if you put on a Creed song right now, if you put on what if we could sing that whole song right now, and it is exactly. not a play, good song. Play a little bit of "Leader of Men" by Nickelback. <laughs> if this, I'm telling you, if this shit come on and I'm in the wild, nigga, I don't give a fuck who's around. I don't give a fuck if I'm trying to be cool in front of a girl. I don't give a fuck if I'm around people that don't really know me. I'm singing that song, Jack. But you know what? This ain't, the, this ain't the Nickelback. This ain't the Nickelback podcast. We're here to talk about let's, now. Let's rain it in. Let's rain it in. Let's rain it in. Well, for, so, for 90s for 90s country music, I, honestly, what always pops into mind is Dixie Chicks. Or as they're now known as the Chicks. Because to me, even when I wasn't listening to country music, that shit was fun. It was dope. I love Natalie's voice. Like this, it was cool. And when I saw Earl's uh, goodbye, Earl's video, I was like, this shit is dope. I became a fan. I wasn't really buying their records, but I could sing all their like I knew all their songs. They Wide were dope. open spaces. I remember. I remember we'd be driving up to wrestling tournaments. Everybody in there, motherfucking, talking about wide open spaces, just singing it. Shania was like, too. I, I would complain about country music. I'm like, man, y'all need to put on some rap or something. But wide open spaces come on, and I'd be like in the back with my arms crossed, kind of bobbing my head. Like, all right, well, this song is cool, but I don't like the rest of it. I don't, I don't like nothing else y'all play. I like this song, though. Because they was out there listening to bullshit. So here's my requirements. Here's, here's what I was thinking about when I was listening to it. A, is it a song that I recognize? B, is it a song that was like a huge hit 
despite any uh, genre limitations. Was it some shit that literally everybody of every age, race, whatever, is going to know this song? On this on this album, there's at least two that we'll yeah, talk about. There, there's one hundred. There's two for sure. Uh, the other ones, my other requirements that I was thinking about, uh, is is this some shit that would have been cool at the time? Like, was it, does it, does it hold up? I think, does somebody who lit, who really liked country music, like in real time in the nineties, do they look back at that song finally? Or is it like an ironic, uh, pop thing? Like if motherfucking, like we were talking about dream, uh, the other episode, like if dream came on, we don't like that song, but we remember it because it was some yeah. shit that came out in high school. Like, is it, or is it like just a legit good song? So that's what I was thinking about. Uh, a lot of these songs I never heard. Some of them I only knew the hook. Uh, so uh, let's get started. The first, first one song, out the gate with a bullet, Jack. Out the gate, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus, "Achy Breaky Heart." Uh, this is a ten out of ten, baby. This is a motherfucking ten out of ten. It, 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 I'm ten. Look, and it's all nostalgia. Objectively, it might not be. Like a good song, but at the time, Negro, we was two. We was like ten years old. Ain't it break your heart? It came out like ninety one or ninety two. I meant second grade. Oh, I'm like two. (laughs) I meant second grade because I remember I I was in Miss Black class, and and the teacher across the street was in third. She was a third grade teacher, and man, they kept singing that damn song, Miss Flynn. yeah, it was probably Miss Flynn's ass. <laughs> yeah, I had Miss Flynn. Well, here, here's why. Here's why I'm saying it's a ten out of ten. This, it, it's a, it's it was huge at the time, and everybody knew it. You you couldn't escape it. And if it comes on now, like if you at the bar and somebody play "Achy Breaky Heart," provided that they wasn't playing it like over and over and over, if it just came on the jukebox, nobody's getting mad about it. You're just gonna be like, oh shit! You might fake line dance and shit. Like it's it's a good song for what it is. If you put it on, you are gonna vibe. Hey, it's a vibe, baby. So why was you groaning? The song is so bad. Xavier, play play a little bit of. Uh, you, honestly, you can play the beginning, middle, or end. Just play a little bit. The song is bad. You can tell my Oh, you can tell my lips to tell my fingertips They won't be reaching out for you no more Don't tell my heart, my achy, breaking heart I just don't think you'd understand And if you tell my heart, my achy, breaking heart Again, nobody's saying that the song is great. I'm not saying that this was like the peak of fucking country music in the 90s. What I'm saying is, it's a fun song that everybody knows. It's like when fucking Woomp There It Is comes on. <laughs> Nobody's going to say that fucking Woomp There It Is is some piece of art, but everybody and their mama know the words. Sprinkles. Ain't nobody going to get mad if it come on. So, like, you know, just 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 vibe with it when it's on. The only thing I'm vibing about Billy Ray Cyrus is the scene in my Holland Drive where he punches Justin Thoreau's character in the nose and says, I think you need to treat women a little bit more respect, buddy. 
That's it. Is this, is this more David Lynch nonsense? It's more David Lynch nonsense. Shout out. I, I started to watch, and maybe I'll revisit, but I tried to watch Mulholland Drive a few years ago and uh, turned it off almost immediately. <laughs> like, you this didn't get fucking, past the old people? I don't think so. It's like, I don't need a movie to be fucking like homework that I need to sit through. It ain't like, homework. This should, be, this should be pleasurable. I shouldn't have to be like, well, there ain't. Until- it'll get better. You got to stick with it. You shouldn't have to stick with a movie. That's the you. You got to. I don't know what the hell part you started or stopped it on. I don't know. I don't even remember. I just turned. I remember turning it off. That movie is not homework. There's definitely David Lynch fucking uh, movies that you might be able to say it's like homework. Like I have to make myself watch Eraserhead. I like the Eraserhead, but it was fucking ridiculous. Mulholland Drive is not that. Mulholland Drive is one of the greatest movies of all time. One of the greatest performances from a, I guess, country star in Whatever. movie history. Whatever. You might as well watch Paranoia Agent on Funimation. It's streaming. The whole, the whole thing. It's only like thirteen episodes. I don't get your fantastic. You, you, you know, of course you don't. But there's somebody out there who likes anime. And they're like, I love <laughs> Paranoia Agent. Let's cosplay that show together. Nah, that's some LA shit. Anyway, you're wrong. Uh, so let's move on to number two. Uh, the second song is Independence Day by uh, Martina McBride. Uh, you got any opinions on this before I go? All I put was, it's a 4th of July song, and it was 100% meant to be a 4th of July uh, anthem. But I don't know. I might not run in those circles, but I don't ever hear nobody l- listening to the shit on the 4th of July uh, uh, up and around to it. Secondly, yeah, I, I, I don't think it was... I, I think that I really do think that they meant it to be that, and it's fucking not. <laughs> it fell on the ground. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what? Any of the people who listen to this, if you guys listen to... Obviously, some of you guys do listen to 90s uh, country music. If... If people still rock with this on the fourth, let us know. I would love to know if people listen to this still. But you know what's cool about this song? The Nothing. very beginning, there's a uh, there's a drum flutter uh, on the cymbals that legit sounds like the beginning of Number Forty One by Dave Matthews Band. That that all they did was disappoint me. Did you notice that? I was like, you not you not Carter Beaufort? Get out of here, Whoever Xavier. Play. The very beginning, just the the, the drum cymbal feel from uh, from this song, and then play the the very beginning of uh, number forty one, and then and then after that, play uh, part of a Doom interview uh, from when they were in the NWA and they still wore masks. For all we care, you're gonna need more than a spare brain. You might as well get into the artificial limb company business. Yeah! Because we're gonna rip your limbs off your stinking hides. Remember one thing the United States is where we're from. It's our backyard, not yours. And we're gonna kick your tails in back to Moscow. And then, after that, play the one. <laughs> play. I need play, to play I that, need play to that Scott Steiner uh, interview where he was uh, incoherent. <laughs> and then play, uh, then the last one, the one with, uh, with Rhodes and Sapphire, any of them, any of them will do. And the third chance, 
minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning, if we used to go one-on-one, -on -one, and then add 66 and two-thirds percents, I got 141 and two-thirds chance of winning. And she gonna learn about pain, no matter where it's at. And the Macho King Randy said, I thought that me and you were gonna do this thing around this country and see who the better man was. I did not think you would stoop as low as making my baby. Dusty Rose, the American dream. Brother, let me tell you something. <laughs> he said, I'm a son of a plumber. That so, man was here, probably 22 years old. <laughs> here, here, here's what I thought about Independence Day. I think that they did mean it to be uh, like uh, like sort of like an American Fourth of July anthem, and it's not. Uh, but I guarantee they bump this shit at Trump rallies, one hundred percent. Not only is it fucking like, I don't even think I don't think when they if she wrote it or whoever wrote it, I don't think they meant it to be like the weird like nationalistic thing. But it fucking now it is. It, mm -hmm. It's fucking. 100% is. And the thing that bothered me the most, and that, that's me projecting my own views about the song on it, but there's no excuse for these goddamn bells that fucking play when they say, like, like let freedom ring, and then actual fucking bells go off. The fucking bells of freedom. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that shit made me so mad. I guarantee the song was fucking over. And like somebody was like, you know what would be good on the song? You one know, the, like Freedom Ring, but they're actual bells. One of the higher ups was like, fucking put it in there. I, the, the song doesn't come out until you put the bells in. Ugh, that shit made me so mad. Every time I heard those fucking bells, I just lost my shit. Also, we also know that the 4th of July belongs to John Mellencamp. So. Yeah, I, we don't even celebrate the 4th of July. The 4th of July is a fucking trash genocide holiday. We celebrate John Mellencamp Day. Straight up. Feel me? Straight up and down. All day, every day. John Mellencamp. Hit, the, hit your local Tasty Freeze. Hell yeah. Eat a, eat a Matter of fact, dog. that's a good, uh, I think that's a good segue to get into the next song. On, uh, now that's what I call country classics of the 90s. Uh, Trisha Yearwood, She's in Love with a Boy. Uh, while this is a generic as fuck song, they they do mention that they wanted to go to the Tasty Freeze, and I was like, huh, huh, maybe maybe, maybe it's an homage to uh, Jack and Diane, one of the they're one of the greatest songs of all time. They're trying to make us like the song by mentioning the Tasty Freeze, and it almost worked. It you almost worked. Trisha Yearwood, you can never incept us. Even with all that money you and, you and your husband have, it yeah. won't work. They, they tried to incept us, but I was like, nah. Uh, 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 Mental uh. mind's too strong. We we grew up on X-Clan in, <laughs> in Paris. Yeah. We don't give a fuck about nothing. Uh, damn it, she's in love with a boy. The song's but, not bad, though. It's, I mean, it it's ain't just, terrible. It's a generic. It's a generic country song that may have had like decent rotation on radio. We don't know. We weren't there. Yeah, that's a but. that's a that's an auntie song. I assume. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, also yeah. shout out to uh, the auntie party we'll be having. Okay, I got a question real quick. Is is Trisha Yearwood? And you might not know this, but we we hopefully somebody that's listening uh, might be able to offer some context. Is Trisha Yearwood the uh, the white people's uh, Mary J. Blige? Hmm. Is they came out around the same time? Both had big hits. Uh, I mean this this is a this is an auntie song. Is Trisha Yearwood like like peak like auntie auntie music? I don't know if about Trisha Yearwood's discography, so this is an actual question. I, I, I'm not saying one way or another, but this feels like auntie shit. Let's see, because because here's the thing: because if that's the case, then who would be uh, Anita Baker? It'd have to be Reba, right? Yeah. So she Reba. would be. She'd be Anita Baker. Or 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 would the or would the the Judds be like collectively Anita Baker? I could see that too, but I feel like uh, Reba McIntyre is probably auntie music at this point too. Oh, for sure. I mean, I was just looking for like a one to one. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, the the Judds were they 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 were big. They had some hits. They did. They did. So I I think that might be. Uh, let us know. Let us know in the in the DMs. Sliding them DMs. What uh DMs. what your aunties listen to at the cookouts and when you guys are hanging out and. At the lake or whatever. Yeah, like when your auntie had too many Zimas, where she like, ah, <laughs> oh, this is my song, and she start fucking two stepping because Trisha Yearwood came on, and then and then her husband's like, damn it, Carol. Ah, oh, come on, Carol, <laughs> you're embarrassing me. She's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, get up and dance, and he's like, oh, I don't want to fucking dance because because George is an old staunchy dude that just doesn't want to have fun. Carol just trying to live her life. I know George sitting at George sitting at the everybody else having a good time and he's like, fucking if it ain't Merle, I ain't fucking listening to it. What is this shit? What is this what is this fucking shit? He's all drunk and everybody's like, just ignore him. He's like, fucking ignore me. I'm fucking fucking put on some put on some vocifus. Complaining about the kids running in and out, even though they just having fun. Yeah. Goddamn kid almost ran over me. <laughs> Trying to watch the game. Dukakis is gonna become president. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> the uh, next song is "Don't Rock something, the Jukebox." This is something George might be into. I don't know. Um, I, I only have one thing to say about uh, "Don't Rock the Jukebox." I'm giving it a fucking zero because uh, it's not Chattahoochee. I ain't got shit else to say about it. I was going to say it's a fine song, but yeah, it's not Chattahoochee. So we can move on. All right. Uh, the next song is uh, Ain't That Lonely Yet uh, by Dwight Yoakam. Bro. Dwight Yoakam don't belong in any uh, in any decade-defining uh, compilation. That man, he, he, he transcends time and space. His music is just... Yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I guarantee you. You can't put Dwight Yoakam and be like, oh man, this was peak 90s Dwight Yoakam. We're not having that. Hey, I, I guarantee some uh, some like random person owns the publishing or just some fucking publishing house has mm-hmm. the rights to the song and they were like, yeah, fuck, uh, we got a Dwight Yoakam song if you want it. 
And of course, now that's what I call music once the fucking a Dwight Yoakam song. He's the fucking best. And I'm going to go see him. I can't did wait. Get, did you get your tickets? Nah, this shit ain't going to sell out. Or actually, it might. It might already be sold out. I'm irresponsible like that. I wait until the <laughs> last minute. So I'm either, I either I am or I am not going to see Dwight Yoakam. We'll see. I you have ever listened to the, the Dwight Yoakam album uh, where he sings uh, Buck Owen songs? Fuck yeah. That shit is so dope. I yeah. like that better than this song. I like this song. Uh, this is a song I that I have. Good, uh, I, I I just have it saved in my liked fucking songs on Spotify. Anyway, it's it's a fucking it's a killer tune. I mean, what what, what else can you say about Dwight Yoakam? He's 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 he's, he's the man. He's the man, and uh, soon we'll do a whole episode about old Dwight. We're uh, gonna have to have uh, Johnny Volume on for that one. Yeah, Johnny Volume, you've been fucking tapped. So fucking be ready. Uh, anyway, it's a good song, of course. Uh, you know, ain't that lonely yet? I love it. We love it. It's fine. Now, on here's a song that oof. I don't like. Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scootin' Boogie. I'm gonna let you go first. I don't like it. <laughs> no, sir, it's, I don't it, like it. It tries way too hard, and it seems like it was overly produced. And there was a lot of hands in the pot just to be like, guys, we're going to make an anthem. Now, what do we need? What are we going to do? And like, there's, I don't know, man, there's like no, I mean, like uh, pop music is whatever, but there has to be a little bit of something that, that moves you a little bit, even if it's vamp it. And this doesn't even do that. This is what I talk about when I say I don't like nineties country. Because it's just, it's boring. There was, there's, there's nothing in there for you to just be like, outside of doing the line dance, who cares? Like, it just, just didn't like the song. And now I see, and I actually gave it a shot. And like, this is something, this is a song that we've heard for years. At bars, at parties, wherever we go, like people was playing this song. It was not like it was some shit we've never been privy to. But man, it's it's just who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Pretty much. And I, I had the exact same thought uh listening to it. Matter of fact, uh I wrote in my notes, uh, this is a song by guys who have never booted, scooted, or boogied. Like, these motherfuckers like have never actually done like the things that they say they've done. I don't I don't think that they've ever had fun, but they've like read up on what fun people do mm-hmm. uh and the terminology. So they they understand the math of going to a bar, uh meeting people and having a good time, but they themselves don't know how to apply that in a practical way. But they 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 got it, they got it down. So they was like, all right. A B C equals D. We got us a song, baby. We gonna talk about. They were like, I went and did some research, and we went down to Nashville, and this dude's from New York, but he's now all of a sudden he thinks he's country. He's like, man, there was this gal named Carol, and she was just she was on that dance floor, what they call it, walking the line. I was like, oh my goodness, and whoo, she was booting, scooting, and boogieing. 
And also, what, what, like, what, what'd you say? Just boot scooting boogieing. I don't know. That's, just, that's what they were saying. What they were saying. That's brilliant. Write it down. Get get Brooks and Dunn on the phone. Also, Brooks and Dunn look like motherfucking dweebs. These dudes yeah, ain't that... like, don't, like if 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 Brooks and Dunn walked in, like at any point in their career, like now, yeah, they're probably old and it'll probably look like look weird. But like if they walked into a bar and you didn't know who they was, you'd be like, who the fuck is, who 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 let they aunties out? Why your auntie got on a cowboy hat? <laughs> this is this is this is weird, sir. We we don't we don't what are you, what are you talking about? We don't allow what, whatever you're trying to do. This is not line dancing, sir. You, you, Savage you, you, Garden you, really looks a lot different these days. You know what they do? These <laughs> these niggas do look like <laughs> like old <laughs> Savage Garden with facial hair, and then my man, my man got the <laughs> the dude with the fucking goatee. Why that motherfucker <laughs> look at his hair? Well, here's what's the, here's the thing I've like always real, like. He got the Karen haircut. Here's the thing I've always wondered about about this group is was their whole thing like fucking? He's he's a little rock and roll. The other one's a little bit country. Like I don't know, but which doing? one is which? I don't know which one. Well, on the album cover, one of their albums, Brooks. It says Brooks and Dunn, and Brooks, the dude with the hat, is under that. And then Dunn is under... So I'm assuming Dunn is the dude that looks like an auntie. And Brooks is the dude that, that boot scoots and boogies. See, I like... If, if you're going to have a song called Boot Scoot and Boogie, I, I should want to hang out with you. You should seem like a, like a cool dude. Like, I think Garth Brooks. Like, if Garth Brooks walked in, even if you know who he was, he'd be like... I fucking hang out with that dude. That dude looks fun. Yeah. Right? He, he looked like a fun dude. You know, if like Yoko walked in, he'd be like, that's a fun dude. You know, Hank Williams, you you know you're going to get fucked up if Hank Williams walk in the room. Willie Nelson? So you, Willie Nelson, you might not survive. <laughs> you, you, you might not make it out of that boot scooting boogie session because you're going to get smoked under the table when your heart going to stop. You're going to be the first motherfucker to die from an overdose of weed. You <laughs> if anybody does it, me or you probably be the one. <laughs> but but Brooks and Dunn, them the type of niggas that order milk at bars. Fucking dweebs. And then be like, oh, I have to pay for this? It's not booze. I know. Motherfucker uh, <laughs> ordered 10 milks. But he'll call it a white Russian and, and make a joke. Man, get out of here with that. <laughs> What we got? Right, I, I think we dogged on uh, Brooks and Dunn for long enough. Uh, <laughs> so next we got uh, Reba McIntyre's uh, "Fancy." Now, I thought the song was fine. I, I'm not a huge fan of the uh, hook. I think the hook kind of comes out of nowhere and doesn't really fit the whole uh, like the rest of the song. But the hook is good. It's fine. It just like it's jarring. I think. Well, that's not my gripe. I, I do think the song is fine. The hook is whatever. But so correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm listening to the song and I, I am made to believe, okay, that the character Fancy in this song, okay, is was a was a baby who came from modest people. They they were modest, plain people 
from whatever little small dirt town they came from, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and I also understand because it's 2021 that trauma, poverty can get passed down from generation to generation until somebody is willing to recognize that generational trauma and do what they can to stop it so that they don't pass that along to their children and their grandchildren. Say word. But instead of doing that, the mama was like, I'm going to call you fancy because that'll make you grow up to be fancy. So now she has (laughs) this pressure put on her as a baby because I assume that this was something that was drilled into her. The mom was like, I'm not going to do anything to better myself. Okay. But it's up to you to make it better for everybody else. Is, is, is that, is that an accurate representation of the song? Am I, am I reading that wrong? Yeah. it it Is that not what the song is about? I like the song, but it was like, it was a bit clunky and kind of hard to, kind of hard to, to jive with, I guess. I get what you're saying. Again, I, I like the song. Yeah, I thought it was fine, but like that's a lot of pressure to put on the baby. You, you, know you can it, tell your baby to be great without naming it fancy. You know what it reminded me of is uh, when 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 I first heard it say I'm a caller uh, fancy was uh, the Britney Spears song Lucky. Um, Isn't she yeah, yeah, lucky? Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if. Whoever wrote that song for Britney Spears, or if Britney had a hand in even writing that song, that it was kind of like a oh, well, I used to listen to because she's from the South. Like I used to listen to this Reba McIntyre song called Fancy, and fucking it spoke to me and like kind of what I'm going through now. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's the case. Hashtag free Britney. But but also I'm I'm looking through the lyrics. I didn't catch this when I was listening to it. But so so she has all these expectations as fancy the the savior of this family, and then and then she's just waiting for. It wasn't long after a benevolent man took me off the streets, girl. What 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 they say on RuPaul's Drag Race? How how you gonna how you gonna love yourself <laughs> if you don't love yourself? I don't know what the saying is, and I'm not gonna fucking fact check it. Y'all know what it is, but like you you have all these expectations. Your parents tell you that you the shit, and you are gonna fix everything. And now you waiting for some dude to pick you up? Nah, bruh. Nah, pretty, bruh. Pretty that woman. Nah, that ain't that ain't my type of feminism. You feel me? Nah. Yeah. Nah. And I think, well, I think, honestly, like, when I was listening to the song, I think that was a disconnect when I was listening to it. Hey, it's like damn near five minutes. So it's kind of a long song. But also, I was just like, what is this? What is, what's the point? Like, what are they trying to say? It just didn't make sense. It, they're trying to say if you name like, your kid the fancy, <laughs> the end result is you name your kid fancy, this, everything's going to turn out okay. Because she did end up with a dope house and haters. I mean, that's the end of the song. <laughs> that's some that's some weird old fucking, <laughs> fucking libertarian bullshit if I ever heard it. God but damn. honestly, the only times that I've... Because I've, I've met people with like weird names like that, like King and Queen or fucking whatever... The only time I've ever seen that work was Boss and Champ Bailey, who are NFL players, and uh, maybe less so for Boss, but he did make it to the NFL. But Champ Bailey, the Super Bowl champion, and one of the greatest players to ever play football. So his parents named him Champ, and it worked out. We grew up with a dude that they used to call uh, 
What they used to call my man Super. That was just his name. Niggas called him Super. I wonder what happened to Super. All, all the last thing I remember about Super was like, and not that this is like a good thing to have happened to him, but there was a uh, was I think was playing basketball or something, and then somebody just like out of nowhere was like, "Man, why the fuck we call you Super?" And then just beat him up. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, maybe question why we call you Super, nigga. You ain't, <laughs> you ain't got to take it to that level. <laughs> just and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go home because this ain't gonna turn out well. And the basketball um, course was like, like eight blocks away. He was like, "Yeah, let's get out of here." For some shit I'm, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and dip. <laughs> we go to Riverside where it's safe. <laughs> but yeah, fancy is fine. It's I like weird. It. But uh, also, I, I'm, I'm. You're never gonna hear me say anything bad about Reba McIntyre. She, 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 she's super fine, and she got good songs. So, and that TV show she came out with was amazing. I used to watch yeah. this shit every day. Reba is fucking hilarious. Love it. All right. Uh, this next song, I really don't have a, any fucking opinion on it. Uh, Travis Tritt. Here's a quarter. Call somebody who cares. He looks uh, like a baby. And the song like a, sounds like somebody. it was written by somebody who's <laughs> never talked to a woman. But thinks, but thinks giving her a quarter and saying... Call someone who cares and fucking walking away with his fucking dirty jeans is like scathing. Yeah, like nagging. It was so childish. Nagging was a thing. Yeah. But here here's my question, and literally the only thought I have is about this fucking song. Uh the song came out in nineteen ninety one, and that was about the same time that people were like, uh, talk to the hand. This is mm-hmm. that A and B conversation, see your way out, shit like that. Like, was here's a quarter, call somebody who cares. Uh like a thing that people said in, in, in a uh, different community. Because uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's the same thing as like talk to the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like shittier and stupider. It's like, it's but like I don't know. It's clumsy. It was like, here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. And before <laughs> I even got called somebody who cares, this motherfucker done walked away. Right. And, and, and this quarter, quarter? throw the quarterback at him. Nah, they gonna keep a court at the time. That was payphones. That shit still cost thirty five cents. At least throw me a dime. Look, man, they was doing you, you dirty you, back then. You more than halfway there though. True. All right, y'all don't think we need to fucking talk about this stupid song anymore? It was a dumb song. Yeah, it's a dumb song. Not a big fan of Travis Tritt. Uh, I, Travis Tritt is a guy that people have like recommended. Uh, maybe if somebody tells me, like, I don't know, make a playlist of Travis Tritt songs because I can't get through a whole album. Uh, maybe yeah, like top, some... top, top seven Travis Tritt songs. Hit us with that. Let us maybe, know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we, maybe we just, maybe we just listening to the the shitty songs. All right. So uh, this next song, I think, is also for sure a, a auntie song. Uh, Strawberry Wine by Deanna Carter. One of the greatest, not even country songs. One of the greatest songs ever written and recorded and set out to the world. I love wait, this song. Wait, I love it. What's, what's I happening? love it. I love it. What's going it was on? One of, it was one of the first. It was one of the first songs that like got me like legit enamored with country music. And I didn't even know. For years, I always thought Trisha Yearwood sang it. I have no idea why, but I listen to this song often. It's so fucking good. Do you not like this song, Dominique? You, you have some trepidation. I, I didn't I didn't dislike it, but I'm 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 shocked 
at the effusive uh, fucking <laughs> praise being heaped on it. Uh, it's so good. Like honestly, if you if you if you think about it, picture picture from like two thousand on, and like any of your favorite uh, women country singers. If they do that song, they will murder it. That's how good that song is. I feel like but if 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 somebody dope can record it, it's so good, but it will never be better than the original. The original I agree. is and the here's why. best. Cause uh one of my notes that I put on this was that this sounds like a song that uh Alana Miles should have sang. Mm-hmm. Remember uh Alana Miles, the uh the black velvet chick? Yeah. Black velvet. Yeah, that's all I was like, Atlanta Miles could have sang that. Or fucking literally anyone. Joan Osborne could have sang this song. Like, there's so many people who could have sang this song. I guess that is a testament to the song being good. Uh, I thought it was a little cheesy. Uh, Man, that's the, it's cute. It's not cheesy, it's cute. No, I it's think cheesy. It's cute. Hey, because like, how do I know that the girl is 17? Because oh, she is so good. She mentioned she's 17 400 times. Uh, and also, I'm like, all right, so the whole song is about this dude put it on you, and now you stalking him? Is that, was that what's happening? Also, how, how old is this man? Is this an adult? <laughs> and, and while I was listening to it, I was like, at first I was like, oh, man, this is, this is like an adult, like an adult adult. But then I like made myself think that this was like, I don't know, a fucking... Like a kid who just when came I listened to, to it, I always just seemed like a like one of those. It was the it was the summer of whatever, and and we finally the the dude I always liked, and and somehow he liked me, and we finally fucking touched butts. I don't know. No, nah, the song is much cute, more. Man. The song is much more sinister. <laughs> God damn, the song is much more sinister. I, I th- th- there's nothing on here. To me, to indicate that this was not an adult. Okay, so here's why. Here's why. And this was this was a line that like made me go, huh? And and, and granted, keep in mind, I, I know what the the opposite is. So there's a line that said, "I still remember when thirty was old." Now that could be a line that just says, "I was I was like fifteen or 16, 17 years old." Well, seventeen because she says it a hundred times. I'm 17 years old. And when you when you that young, you think a motherfucker that's 30 is the oldest nigga on the planet. But does that mean that this nigga's 30? No. Like, he's so old. She's saying, she's saying that like I was 17, fucking innocent. And now that and if she remembers, hell, we can relate to that. Remember when we was like fucking uh when we was younger, we was probably like 12, 13. And they had over 30 basketball tournaments in the backyard at a hood. And we was just like, yeah, motherfuckers, it's washed up and old. We damn okay. near 40 and don't feel old. I feel like that's all they're saying is like, I'm a little bit older now. And I can I can remember back when I thought. Okay. How about this? this? How about this? R- f- fucking riddle me this. All right. <laughs> all right. So I, I think now, now, now the wheels are turning. So she's seventeen. I'm I'm positing that this this is a this is a devious situation, and it, and it should not have happened because it's it's illegal and it's wrong. Okay. The first time that she drank was when she drank this strawberry wine. Okay. How how, how did this seventeen year old get it 
from from just being like he he, he just works on the farm. Where where do where do you get the strawberry wine from? I posit that he's an adult man and just went to the liquor store, got this seventeen year old girl drunk, and now it's your favorite song of all time. What what does that say about you? No, motherfucker. First of all, nigga, you a when you was when you was sixteen, your ass was getting drunk. Don't be sure talking me t- exactly. So you, you stop her telling me that you but, think that it, you think you think these two country ass people can't get fucking strawberry wine just, but just I sitting around the house at Meemaw's house. Look, that, no, that that's a whole different. No, I lived no, in this. No, I'm not about to. I, let I lived you. in a city. I lived in a city. Okay, <laughs> which probably made it even harder to get. No, which made it easier to get. No, All you, have to you do just... is find some scumbag and be like, nigga, buy his beer. <laughs> then nigga would buy his beer. Nah, Somebody man, who have a that... shitty older brother. I don't know. I think this song was like a like a gross. Uh, nah. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it no more. I don't like it no more. I, I think, liked it when it was no. two seventeen year olds. No. I need a follow up. <laughs> I'm not wanna, gonna wanna... let you do that to that song. Well, you know what? I already did it. I want to hear from Deanna Carter. <laughs> get uh, Xavier. Get Deanna Carter on the phone. Yeah, get Deanna Carter on the on the line because I I got I gotta know. And again, I'm not saying that this is definitive. This is just my theory, but I think it's a good theory. Uh, it, she, you know, she she in in like the first uh, line, I was thirsting for knowledge, and he had a car. I was caught somewhere between a woman and a child. She's like, oh, so she know, could maybe. be 17, Sam's car, and he had a car, she, and he was 17 or even 18. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. Uh, I'm gonna say this dude is a fucking de- like like a transient. I'm gonna say that no. this motherfucker just goes like farm to farm, seducing young girls because he can't relate to women his own age. He's that dude. <laughs> He's the motherfucker like when you still in high school and those girls would be like, "I'm dating a guy in college." It's like I'm dating a motherfucker that's 25. It's like yeah, because that motherfucker's lame, and motherfuckers his age don't want to fuck with him. That's that dude. That's what this song is really about. Hit us up, you know. Hit us up in the DMs. Let us know. Do you think <laughs> that this song is a deviant song, or is it a, a is it a song. cute song about some old puppy love? They had sex, and now they're just like, "Oh man, she wrote this song just remembering the time she got some butt." That's man, what it man. is. I don't know. She touched butts and then was just opining about it. And then while she was drinking strawberry wine, you cold as know. ice. You we'll are see. cold as ice. You know, we, What's we, the we next should, song? We should, yeah, we should move on. The next one is uh, Should Have Been a Cowboy by uh, Toby Keith. Um, It's generic. It's it's fine. It's another one of those, I'm going to mention like old country dudes and like, that's, that's the way it used to be. I, I could have been a cowboy. Um, I don't know. It's, it's not terrible. It is dumb because everything that he like says that he wants to do, like uh, one of the lines is I might've had a sidekick with a funny name, running, running wild through the hills, chasing Jesse James, ending up on the brink of danger. Riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers. Go West, young man. Have you been told California's full of whiskey, women, and gold? And I'm like, so you That's just want to hang out with scumbags nonsense. and do scumbag shit? Like, you can do all that shit. 
Like, if you want to hang out with a motherfucker with a weird name, do it. If you want to be a degenerate and drink whiskey and like, you know, do it. It sounds like he. It sounds like he eats sloppy steaks and hanging out with the Dangerous yeah. Nights crew. The, he he was one hundred percent part of the original Dangerous Nights crew. <laughs> Fuck slick back hair. <laughs> he used to slop him up. Yeah, he, he was a that, real piece of shit. He was a total piece of shit. Ah damn, yeah. That, I mean, that's that's what that song is. I mean, I didn't like the song. I didn't, are there any Toby Keith songs that you like? I actually do like uh was it I love this bar. That's a fun song. For a long time I thought that uh she think my tractor sexy was his song, but I guess it's not. I mean, obviously it's not. <laughs> I think he got one song that I like. I can't remember it off the top of my head and I'm not going to look it up. But um he got a, he do got a song that I'm like, "Ah, eh, this ain't bad. It's too bad it's Toby Keith." Yeah, you ain't lying. I'm like, even then, like, unless Toby Keith's one of like that. I love this bars. <clears throat> it's fine if somebody puts it on the jukebox, but I'm not gonna try and go out of my way to listen to that shit on my personal Spotify. All right, um, all right. Well, let's, let's move on. I don't have any big opinions about that. Uh, this next song, I don't have any opinions about it. I didn't even have any notes to write down. I literally wrote. I have no opinion about that song. It's just bad. <laughs> and this is uh, Neil McCoy's No Doubt About It. I don't know what to fucking say about it. I never heard of the dude. I would like to... Uh, I didn't even feel like looking it up. Like, what did it chart? Like, it was it really, like, one of the best country songs of the 90s? Maybe somebody will let us know. But the only thing I thought of was, like, this seemed like the song that, like, when you're in the... Uh, in the burbs and you're at a bar and there's karaoke and that dude's going to play, he's going to sing this song thinking he's going to get with like the, the cool 40 something year old lady that the auntie at the bar, the the auntie at the bar that's like still having fun and hanging out. And he's like, I, I this a get her, but he don't care because at the end of the day, she still think you ugly. So she didn't pay attention. She was Talking to her friends. So you yep. did this bad song for no reason. And you can't sing. How about that? And you can't sing. Don't nobody want to hear you try to sing for real at karaoke. Get out of here. Beat it. So next thing you know, he's nine shots in, punching the wall <laughs> outside. <laughs> talking, about, <laughs> talking about, I don't want to leave. My card's still there. Sir, he's you the closed dude out an from hour Whiskey ago. Lullaby. That's, that's where that came from. Oh, drunk ass. All right, we don't need to keep talking about this song. I, I honestly don't even fucking remember it. And I, I listened to it like an hour ago. It's, oh, it was so bad. I, I, it's just a bad song. Uh, the next one is Meet in the Middle by Diamond Rio. They look like uh, the dude, they look like the beginning of that, like, we're not going to wear uh, country outfits. We're going to wear respectable long sleeve shirts (laughs) era of country music. (laughs) Bad haircuts and respectable long sleeve shirts. See these dudes, but I I, kind of, I kind of respect that because these dudes are just like, Hey, we're just, we're just a couple of good old boys out here playing country music fella. They're not like uh, Brooks and Dunn who are overdoing it, like trying to be cool. These dudes are just like, Yo, we're a couple of middle-aged dudes uh, playing country music. 
You know what I mean? Uh, NBD, whatever. Now, you had mentioned before we uh, started recording that like you like this kind of sounds like a wedding song. And it seemed like it was written as a wedding song. Yeah, I mean, it it seems like it. I thought it was, and it is. Like I think that vibe because it's so fucking cheesy. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. Just to me, like lines like fucking the like whatever it says like the road isn't that long if we meet in the middle i'm like ugh, yuck yuck liz lemon eye roll gif basically (laughs) but i guess if it's like a wedding song then i guess that's what people play but that's not a wedding i want to be at i hope i'm not friends with somebody that is like you know what? Our first dance is going to be meet me in the middle. I'd be like, you know what? This ain't going to work out. Nah, we're not doing that. And also... I'll if, stay if, for the food, the, but I will leave immediately. If the road is long, right? I, I get the logic of meeting in the middle, but why can't you like go to her house every like sometimes, and she'll go to your house sometimes? Like Y'all don't have to... To me, that's a weird power thing. It's like, well, you fucking you. I guess if we're gonna see each other, we're gonna gotta be in the middle. It's gotta be in the middle. Like Jim Michael and Scott. Pam did it. Well, Jim and Pam made it work, but Michael Scott couldn't make it work because the middle was like the woods. Yeah, he did try. So also, I, I think I think the logic uh, of this song doesn't really hold up for me. Nah, I feel like I feel like Pam will probably. I feel like this is a song she wanted to. Because we didn't see the first dance, I bet you this was a song that she, he's like, I don't, I want to, I want to listen to the replacements because that's something the writers of the office would be like, that's something Jim would like, right? It's kind of cool. Yeah. And she's like, no, I like Diamond Rio. Get the fuck out of here! No, she wouldn't. She would. She'd be like, I want to hear like the Cure. She she would play like the Cure for her first dance. Pam is not listening to no Cure, despite her going to art who, school. Who, she was not listening think, to the Cure. Who do you think listens? Who do who do you think made the Cure go fucking multi platinum in the eighties? You think Pam's it was all ass. fucking cool kids? Nah, it was fucking it was fucking meatheads and dweebs. Everybody listens to the Cure. <laughs> don't don't let these Gen X motherfuckers convince you that. Uh, fucking all the cool kids listen to the Smiths and the Cure. Nah, bro, everybody listened to the Cure at the time. Everybody did. So Pam would have been in that motherfucking group. Pam liked the Smiths when she was in high school. Pam liked the Cure. Pam liked all them bands. Get out of here. Pam's you know a Diamond special? Rio fan. Case closed. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand here and let you slander. Uh, one of the best uh, television romances of all time. Jim and Pam all day every day. Jim and Pam till I die. Trash. JP. Let's right, let's well, move on before I get yeah, heated. Shit, nigga, get heated. Shit. <laughs> uh, this next song right here, I still believe in you. I, I I can't I can't say nothing bad about Vince Gill. My man Vince Gill is a national treasure. Uh, even his bad songs are good. Uh. This is definitely meant, it was definitely of the time, like a 90s kind of power ballad kind yeah. of thing. But, I mean, it's it's fine. And and I liked it. And again, I've never heard like a song of uh, Vince Gill's where I was like, this is fucking terrible. I need to not listen to it. And he's married to Amy Grant. 
fucking, you're the best. El Amy Grant, who sang El Shaddai, a.k.a. the greatest song ever written. Sometimes I put on El Shaddai when I'm just like at home drinking by myself because uh, don't nobody else want to listen to it. But I'll be at home drinking by myself, put on El Shaddai, and be like, this shit fucking bumps. And I don't even fuck with church like that. It was so... That song is so good. <laughs> I love that song. And then Amy Grant sang Baby Baby. So she got she got deep cuts. And then she got that uh she got that pop shit. So I'm a I'm I'm a big fan of that that dynamic duo. And he started doing a lot of that like uh like bluegrass stuff. And his his guitar work on that stuff is amazing. Like he's dope. Yeah, Vince Gill is fucking killer. Yeah. So we 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 fucks with Vince Gill. This song is whatever. We kinda like it. It's fine. But him in general, he's the man. Yeah, Vince Gill fucking rules. If Vince Gill, I think he's coming to the Hollywood Bowl in like the winter. And I, I, I think you know I'm going to go. Gonna, it's going to be dope. I think I'm going to go. We'll see. I also have other shows that I need to go see and I might not even buy tickets for. But who, who, who knows? Ain't no, I'm, I'm not even the boss of me. <laughs> uh, so uh, Any Man of Mine is the next song uh, by Shania Twain. Um. I, this this song is about a toxic woman, uh, and if it's anything that we've learned in the past few years, especially in 2020, 2021, is that if you, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to learn to love yourself? Right? RuPaul ain't said the, it, and Dominique butchered it. Yeah, ain't that the saying? <laughs> so, like, this 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 woman in, on uh, Any Man of Mine, Basically, she's like, I'm going to be difficult, like, on purpose. I'm going to be, like, kind of mean and upset you on purpose. But, like, if you want to be my man, you just going to have to deal with it. Like, uh, like some of the lyrics is, uh, any man of mine better be proud of me. Which, yeah, be proud of your woman. Be proud of your partner, right? Of course. Even when I'm ugly, he better still love me. Baby, I love That's you. Fine. You're never ugly, right? Your breath like, stinks you, sometime in the morning. I still love it's you. It's fine, you know? And if I can be late for a date, that's fine. But he better be on time. Record scratch. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. This is this is a this is a partnership, right? We can both be late. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker, just because you late, yeah. I mean, if you late, I'm not gonna yell at you. It's fine. It ain't the end of the world. You know what I mean? It's like uh, you know, like Casey Musgrave say, if we're gonna be late to the party, I wanna be late to the party with you. You know what I mean? And in the I mean, I'm not gonna keep on reading lyrics, but essentially they go like that. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be able to do whatever the fuck I want, and you better not, and you better deal with it because I'm worth it. Well, Look, see, here's the thing though. How late is she? Because I mean, you could get there on time and she's like, I'm an hour late. You sitting at the bar knocking down some 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 cores lights. Next yeah, thing you know, she's mad because you mad. halfway lit. Yeah, like look, if you wouldn't if you would have showed up on time, I would not be in this condition. And no, I cannot drive home. And that and now she's like, Well, where are we gonna sit? I don't know. You was late. <laughs> <laughs> I guess at the bar. <laughs> Wanna go somewhere else? There ain't nowhere else to sit. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's, it, it was it was just very weird. It t- look and and hey, country brothers listeners, don't 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 let another person dog you like that. You you are worth it. You love yourself and you love yourself. That's right. right. Like RuPaul say, <laughs> you better work. Yeah. <clears throat> right. 
Motherfucking, you heard me. Did you have anything to say about this song? Just that I like it a lot. Like it was, it's just a really good song. I never really paid Do attention. I like to uh, problematic country songs <laughs> of the nineties. Damn. So this this song's about a toxic woman. Dwan was like, yeah, hey, I fuck, I dig it. The other song's about this creepy thirty year old having sex with seventeen year olds all across the land. Ugh. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oosh. Yikes. Oh shit, that's not what that song's about, but we don't need to rehash that. All right. Uh this next song, uh maybe it was Memphis. You know what? Uh I forgot to listen to this one. I liked it. Is it good? <laughs> it's good. Did it end up being Memphis? Yes. Was it was it Memphis? It was Memphis. And also like any song I've always noticed like any song with Memphis in it. <clears throat> It's gonna have a little bit more soul than like your normal. Like nobody's being like fucking. Maybe it was Nashville. That yeah, is a bunch true. Of, this is a fucking a bachelorette party or something, but motherfuckers talk about Memphis with reverence. I mean, you know to I mean? be fair, one of my favorite uh, songs, I think, of all time, maybe the best song that uh, brings up Memphis, is uh, "That's How I Got to Memphis." Motherfucking Time T Hall. Tom T. Hall is the man. That shit is so fucking killer. <laughs> that and man then, got uh, a song called I Like Beer. <laughs> that song is so ridiculous. I love it. But also, so if uh, How I Got to Memphis is 1, 1A is Walking in Memphis by uh, oh, walking, Mark Cohn. Yeah. That, that, um, oh, come on. Come on, bro. You can't get no better than that. True, true. You, you, t- you telling me you wrote a better song than Walking in Memphis? You in you in the car? That shit come on the radio. You turning it up, and you singing the parts that you know, and and kind of half mumbling the parts that you don't know. But you know <laughs> right. that you walking in Memphis. You know that part. But yeah, I don't have any opinions about this song because I forgot to listen to it. That was cool. Uh, the next one is "She Think My Tractor's Sexy," Kenny Chesney. Uh, what'd you think about it? It's one of the worst songs of all time. Any genre, it is very bad. If 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 the if the shitty achy breaky heart song came out in in 1990, and this came out in 1999, that's a bookend on shitty country music. It's so bad. It's so stupid. It's well. Why why is this? this, What makes it stupid? This song. This song is the epitome. (laughs) That's what I put in my notes. Only a balding dude would have the confidence to perform such a bad song. This dude been wearing hats since the 70s, probably. That man probably been bald <laughs> since 84. It is motherfucker over here talking about she thinks my tracks are sexy. Motherfucker, you barely had the confidence to, to, to take that hat off two years ago. When everybody went fucking with your parrot head uh, grift. <laughs> Look. Remember, remember when he started being like, you know what? I'm going to be like Jimmy Buffett. What? Remember when everybody did? What you mean, him? But he was the main one. Everybody was doing that shit at the time. Shit, he was niggas the running around talking about. Let me, let me. I got a boat. Y'all want to go to the lake? I'm like motherfucker, for what? <laughs> for, why, why we got to go to the lake right now? We already here. We already doing stuff. Let's keep it safe, uh, baby. No, nah, I don't. I'm I don't like to... the song. I remember the video being really stupid. And it's just, it's just cheesy's not even a word. It's just bad. Uh, I, I, I don't like the song. I would never uh put it on by myself, but I think it goes back 
to my original criteria that I mentioned at the top of the uh, show, the it, it's a song that everybody knows. It's it's it was it was ubiquitous. It's if when somebody brings up country music, particularly of the '90s, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you think my track is sexy?" The song it's just it, I don't think it's as bad as you make it sound. Uh, it's 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 fine, and and some some people might say, "But dumb." No woman's gonna get excited about a tractor. No woman's gonna wanna have sex with you because you have a tractor. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you like this straight up. I've had sex with people simply because I was good at an improv show. <laughs> if a man can have sex with a woman, or another, if, if a person can have sex with a person. Because that person saw them do improv, there's got to be somebody who's like that fucking that 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 tractor does it for me, Jack. You yeah. trying to smash? You I'm pretty sure a tractor turns. I mean, especially a John Deere. Yeah. Huh. You pull up on your John Deere, got your cowboy hat on. Talking about, hey, mama. Like those, uh, like like those old black dudes be having them uh, loud ass speakers on their uh, motorcycles, <laughs> listening to uh, this motherfucker <laughs> pull up to uh, Frankie Beverly and Maze or, or, yeah. or cameo. So <laughs> so you can't tell me that if, if if a nigga pulled up in a motherfucking tractor with, with some like some with some with some uh, tinted Oakleys, a cowboy hat, <laughs> damn, blasting Chattahoochee, you can't tell me. That's an automatic gonna, pull. That's automatic. Now I'm not gonna say you gonna, you might not be able to seal the deal because you, you you might not you might not have it in you, but that's gonna get your foot in the door. That's at least gonna help you out. It's gonna help your situation. So I don't think it's that bad. But I stand by my statement. Like only a, a fucking a balding dude with no game would be like, yeah, I got a tractor. Fuck with me. No, nope. uh, uh, can I get a one word suggestion? You know what I mean, and, and that's our show. Panty drop. You know, I got the black outline. You know, no, no big deal. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's keep it moving. Uh, this next song is "Carrying Your Love with Me" by George Strait. Uh, it's fine. We were talking before uh, we started recording, and the the weird thing about this song is, like. Where are you going, nigga? And hey, where are you going? Why can't she go with you? And why can't y'all communicate? It was mad vague. <laughs> it also it's, it's is like, like it's, it's like, uh, baby, I gotta make a run. Where are you going? I sorry, I gotta go. I think I don't know, but I'll be carrying your love with me, girl. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, hold on, real quick. What about this? What about this theory that I just came up with? What if this is the dude from Strawberry Wine? And that's why he's being vague. Because he's about to go have sex with a 17-year-old. I hate you. <laughs> no! Did I just no! blow your mind? Did I just blow your mind? Nope. You know what? If you want to keep it like that, here's what I think. This is 20 years later. He's back. Uh, he, he found a new chick that he got married to. And now he's like, man... Oh, girl from Stra- that I, was, I remember I was drinking that strawberry wine. She uh she emailed me because this was 1997. So now they got email. 
found his email, emailed her like, hey, remember me? Fucking, they, it was either that or Friendsters, one of the two. And she was just like, hey, let's uh, let's link up. Dude, I live in, uh, I live in fucking wherever the hell, Tennessee. And she's like, well, because he said it's like a few, like a couple hours away or some shit like that. All right, all right, I'm, I'm going to do you one better. That is who that is. So they are linking back up 20 years later. But they're the same age, Dominic. <laughs> well, now it don't matter because they're both adults. But what about this? What about this? What if the strawberry wine girl was lucky? And this mm. is the dude that swept her off her feet. Is this is is this how is this hire me to write for the MCU? I think we just we just we just fucking cracked the code. But yeah, the the, the song is vague as fuck. It's weird. We can move on. Uh, and this last song, uh, Lone Star, Amazed. Look. It's a it bad is one song. of the best songs ever, ever, ever. One of the best pop songs of the '90s. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten because it, it's literally a song that every single human being on the planet knows. And and uh, th- here, here's what I wrote for uh, "Amazed." Uh, between that and "I Swear" uh, by uh, All for One, mm-hmm. that song is responsible for so many middle school boners. At school dance, <laughs> the first time that your boner touched some girl's leg, and you was like, "Ah, oh, this is this is fucking dope." Is this way, and I feel like is this, this song is the song like? that would play at the very end, so you knew it was like, "Well, this is the last song." I don't really like because we was little hood kids. Like, we don't really like country music, but got one more opportunity to touch some butts. Yeah, <laughs> so th- th- yeah, that's that's definitely what that song is like. But w- what if? What if like, because uh, it's like I think that's a something that, that's like we brought up earlier. Like anybody could have sang that song. Well, when I boys to men could have sang it, all for I one could have sang it. Fucking whoever I put, cares. It literally reminded me of uh, of like that vein of like Savage Garden and the Coors. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of. Oh, it, honestly, it did sound like uh, truly madly deeply. <laughs> Except truly, madly, deeply is a way better fucking song. It's a way better song, but it still had that like I don't know nineties, nineties tenderness. <laughs> I guarantee <laughs> that this is a one hundred percent fact. If if you are, you could be at a party, you could be at a bar, you could be wherever. Probably better to work at a party. Motherfucking truly, madly, deeply, come on! Everybody is singing that shit. When we Everybody. have our uh, when we have the auntie party, we'll. We'll, uh, we'll oh, play that. Oh, we doing, we, we singing that whole motherfucking thing. Because I think that's an auntie anthem. I mean, I think it might transcend auntie songs. Just just songs for everybody. It's a vibe, baby. All right, so, and, you know, we ain't got a whole lot of shit to say about Amazed. It's a, it was a huge song. Uh, well, it's definitely a crossover pop hit. Yeah, huge crossover pop hit. So, that was all the songs from now. That's what I call country classics of the '90s. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, going from one to eighteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, compilation uh, a, a seven and a half. It was some uh, it was some good songs on here. I think if we grew up listening to some of these, we might have a more fonder uh, or more fond remember. <laughs> I forgot how to talk. 
we might remember it more finely. Bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah, we might bleep blop bloop blorp more finely uh if we knew some of these songs. Uh but I, I think it's it's fine. It, I think it is uh, mostly country classics. I liked it. I, I didn't mind listening to it. It was fine. I give it out of 18. I give it a 9. Mainly just because... Also, how do you leave off the Dixie Chicks and Garth Brooks? Like, I Because they well, couldn't I, get the publishing. Well, it's, it, that's all that. it is. But it's still just like... I don't know. I see something that's like, this is supposed to be like, now nah, that's what I call music country edition but that's that's your answer publishing i know that but that makes me not want to listen to it if i if there's no dixie chicks on it nigga then don't listen to it i want nobody making i made you listen to it for the episode but <laughs> you literally never have to listen to this shit ever again <laughs> i hope not do i act like somebody like nigga, now i gotta listen to this shit every day i gotta listen to shit at work i gotta listen to shit in the shower i mean it's bullshit Nah, it's about Thanks. to mess now up. Now that's what I call music. Nah, it's just gonna mess up my algorithm. Man, my algorithm's already fucked up. I be having a uh, play shit that I don't even listen to that much, just so my algorithm like keeps normal. Like I'll just let like a kind way to machine album play all the way through, and I'm not even listening to it, just so it's like, oh, I gotta. Rem- so it- oh, you you do like rap? You don't just listen to. Ironic '90s country. Band. Oh, dude, it was for for a while. For a while, like all it would recommend me is uh, for like, well, obviously country music, but it was like not even country music I would listen to. And then like some hip hop, but it would be like now hip hop and not like I don't know, like like you said, like uh, Griselda and stuff like that. It'd be like Young Boy Never Broke Again or whoever the hell. Like, I don't know who these people are. Huh? I'm, trying, being a fucking, I'm trying to hear Benny the Butcher. Being a grouchy old man. I've been uh, trying. Anyway, that's our show. Uh, hope you guys had a good time. Uh, where can people find you on the internet? Polecat Supreme. Polecat underscore Supreme on Instagram. I don't mess with anything else. And yeah, that's it. Uh, follow us at uh, Country Brothers Pod on Instagram. Uh, if you can give us a review uh, on uh, iTunes and leave a five-star review and a writer review, that would be great. We would appreciate it. Uh, it helps people find us in the algorithm for uh, iTunes, podcasts, and such. Uh, you can find me online at the Dom Johnson. And uh, maybe I might get back making uh, inconsistent anime uh, TikToks at Dom as in beer. Uh, other than that, check out the homie Matt Ravellis. Uh, he made the theme song. And buy some art from Mike Matola. Uh, he came up with the logo. Uh, and he's, he's fucking great. Uh, so that's it. And uh, thank you, Xavier, for uh, producing and editing the podcast. All right, y'all. Be cool. Boomer lives. <laughs>